Hello and welcome to Morbid Morsels. These are shorter weekly episodes where I tell you about bizarre snippets from history and fun and grisly stories and facts that didn't make it into last week's main episode. Think of them as definitions succinct and deranged younger sibling. Have you ever touched the hand of a dead man? Or a dead anyone, for that matter? Perhaps you've spent time with a relative who has passed and in doing so, you've reached out to grasp one pale, lifeless hand to say your goodbyes, only to find that the flesh is cold and limp and nothing much like that of a living person. Sometimes the fingers can swell and stiffen, the skin bleached of colour and the nails darkening as the blood pools beneath. But where most people think of a dead body as chilling and unsettling, this hasn't always been the case. Although the dead have more often than not instilled an edge of fear in the living, on occasion it has been known to spill over into a folkloric reverence. In tarot, the hanged man represents surrender and sacrifice, leading to metamorphosis and is connected to the breaking of patterns. Death is a transformer. It takes people we know and love and renders them unrecognisable. But what if the corpse itself is capable of more than just the natural chemical changes of decomposition? In the 18th century, medical science was booming. The first whispers of modern medicine, germ theory, circulation of blood, was starting to take shape. Only recently had the scientific understanding of the body started to move away from the ancient Greek system of humours the idea that the ailments of the body were caused by an imbalance of the four humours, yellow bile, black bile, blood, and phlegm. Particularly as we entered the industrial age, our bodies were starting to be seen as machines made up of innumerable organic moving parts. But even today, hundreds of years later, the human body still holds many mysteries we don't yet understand. So perhaps in time gone by, where life was ruled by magic and religion, and superstition could turn neighbours against one another and tear families apart, it's easy to see how that unknowable transition between life and death could imbue the dead body with strange power and unearthly possibilities. Sprinkle in a whiff of danger and a violent death, and what desperate soul looking for a salve for what ails them could resist. So when I describe the rushing crowds after the hangman has done his part, pushing and crushing to reach the still life-warm corpses dangling from the gallows, stretching their arms to grasp the hand of the unfortunate dead and rub it over the welts and goiters they were convinced it would cure, I am not exaggerating. 
Specifically, it was believed that the touch of a dead hand could cure the swellings of cysts and lumps in the skin. Although nowadays, the removal of lumps and bumps from just under the skin's epidermis are pretty simple and common procedures, not so long ago, this kind of surgery could leave you with large areas of misshapen scarring, or worse, dead after a horrible infection. And according to popular belief, the dead man's hand didn't become obsolete once separated from the body. In fact, it took on a whole other superstition of its own. A hand of glory is purported to be the severed hand, the one that did the nefarious deed, of a criminal who swung from the gallows, or was removed as punishment, which is then preserved and turned into a candle of sorts, flaming pickled phalanges, if you will. Fat from the dead man could then be used to make a candle, which would be held by the curled fingers and which could be used to lull a sleeping household into deep comas in order that they might then be burgled. In other stories, it's the fingertips of the hand themselves that are lit with wicks made from the dead man's hair, which would be lit as a warning system for the robbers. If any of the flames went out, then it meant someone in the house was awake. I honestly think I might ask for a Hand of Glory birthday cake this year. Made of sponge and fondant, obviously. Not human person. I'm vegan. Jeez. As it turns out, it wasn't just the hanged corpse that was in on the occult relic action either. The noose itself got a shot at that too. Got a headache? No problem. Just shimmy on down to your local gallows and bribe the executioner to cut the noose from the rope for you when its previous occupant is, uh, finished with it. Then pop the noose around your head and bam, headache be gone. Just try not to get snagged on any trees while you're walking around with your noose bandana on, okay? Or maybe you've got an important game of cards on the horizon. In which case, take your suspiciously obtained murderabilia and tuck it into your pocket as a good luck charm. I suppose it would also work quite well in the event that the game doesn't go quite the way you want it to, and the smug little git who's now hoarding your life savings meets you out the back for a chat in the darkly lit alleyway after the game. And what you do with the rope once you're there is really all down to personal taste, I suppose. I'm not going to judge. And also, this is all hyperbole, so I can't be incriminated, either. Perhaps you're now looking at your hands and wondering at what marvels they may be capable of. Other than being an incredible feat of nature's engineering, our hands are a hugely important part of how we express ourselves. We talk with our hands palms up and placating when we're scared, thrown in the air in frustration, or carding through the hair of a loved one as we comfort them. And of course, to hold others' hands in our own, fingers intertwined. We express ourselves by tattooing them with love and hate scratched across our knuckles. On my own fingers, a tooth and two sets of Roman numerals are permanently inked 
we wear wedding rings and engagement rings that show off our commitments, signet rings to indicate status. Throughout history, kissing the hand has been used as a way to indicate that we hold someone in great esteem. Charming kings, to popes, to mothers-in-law. We have invented whole new languages in order to communicate with just our hands. All those things considered then, I don't think it's strange at all that we would imbue such a versatile and expressive body part with supernatural power. If any part of us was going to claw its way back from the other side and into the world of the living, it would be the limb that we use to reach out, hold on, and conversely, which can also be used to inflict terrible harm. From the comedy horror killer hand of the Evil Dead franchise to A24's dread fueled Australian horror thriller Talk To Me, the notion of our hands outliving us to fulfill their own nefarious end is still burning strong in the dark. And I, for one, don't see those flames burning out anytime soon. Morbid Morsels is an offshoot of the Definitions podcast, written, recorded, and produced by me, Jasper Chanter. Rate, subscribe, and join me over on TikTok for more history, horror, and horrible delights.